Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Four thirty-four, Jeff Katz, News Radio WRBA. A Wednesday afternoon. Want to remind you, tomorrow afternoon, Jason Miller is going to be here. We'll uh, be talking about the one-year anniversary of Getter, marvelous, marvelous social media platform. And uh, I would urge you to check it out. Please follow the Jeff Cat Show on Getter. The Jeff Cat Show on Getter. Much more concerned with the uh, freedom and liberty and free speech than Twitter ever was. We'll see if Elon Musk really does purchase Twitter, uh, if anything changes over there. But in the meantime, I'll tell you what, I'm very happy on Getter. And again, it's the Jeff Katz Show on Getter. I've had a number of people reach out to me and say, Jeff, I'm a member of the Virginia National Guard. I, um, I'm not happy with the COVID vaccine rules that seem to be in place some others have said hey i've got a a medical exemption i've got a religious exemption but the the push has been to tell members of the guard hey get it or get out and i have been trying to figure out exactly what's going on what the real story is uh, state delegate nick freitas is uh, involved in this uh, very very concerned with it and i'm happy to say he's with us uh, nick thank you for being here no, my pleasure. Thanks for having me on, Jeff. So, uh, it just give us the lay of the land here, because as I say, I've gotten multiple emails, and I'm just trying to make heads or tails. What the heck is going on? Sure. Well, you have some general confusion here, because when it comes to the National Guard, people recognize that the governor and the state has some authority over that. But what they typically don't realize is that I think it's somewhere around 90% of the funding comes from the feds. And so, just like the you know, U.S. Congress ends up kind of extorting uh, state governments into adopting policy or else they don't get their tax dollars back. The, the federal uh, side can exert a lot of influence on the National Guard by essentially saying, yeah, you don't got to do it, but, you know, here, here's, the, here's what's going to happen to your funding. And so that's kind of the unwritten rule. And then the other side of it is, is that there is some jurisdiction with respect to what the federal government can require. Now, part of the problem here is that obviously there were things like religious exemptions, medical exemptions. Um, there was a ruling uh, out of a federal judge down in Florida that essentially said that this particular uh, vaccine is not something that you can you can mandate. Uh, I believe that was it might have been specifically the guard. Don't quote me on that. Mm-hmm. And so you, you had some confusion and you saw states like Texas and Oklahoma pushing back on this, saying, look, if the federal government wants to push people out for this, you know, they, they can do so under their jurisdiction, but you're, we're not going to do it. And there was some confusion on what was going to go on in Virginia because there was a counseling statement that was a generalized counseling statement that was sent out that essentially said July 1, and I saw the counseling statement, you know, even if you had a medical exemption, even if you had a religious exemption, 
um, you were you were no longer supposed to be able to be on on standard duty starting July one. And so obviously we had a lot of guardsmen and, and women that had questions of what does this mean for us? Uh, because at the very least, as you can imagine, they would have thought, gosh, if I've gone through the process to get an exemption, I'm not going to be punished for not having one. Right. And it certainly wasn't clear that that wasn't going to happen. Uh, fortunately, Governor Youngkin stepped in. And, um, and, you know, again, still still understanding the, the role that the federal government has to plan all this. But he, he basically stood in and said, look, this is not the time to be kicking people out of the guard right. because they haven't gotten a vaccine. And, and Governor Youngkin isn't anti-vaccine. He's not anti-boost. He's none of those things. But, right. but he does believe that, you know, it's problematic to impose this. And that's why he lifted those, uh, you know, regulations when it came to state employees. And so when it came to the guard, I think uh, Governor Youngkin took a, a principled stance on this and said, look, you know, we, we shouldn't be kicking people out for this. Now, it's still up in the air for these guys because mm. um, there is a there is a federal component here. But um, at least at least for right now, it looks like the original information that was put out in that counseling statement has not been imposed. And so, you know, fortunately, we still got a lot of good men and women in the, in the guard. And, and quite frankly, we need them desperately. So the Supreme Court weighed in on this, right? Didn't they? I'm trying to I don't even remember what they said. Did they say that the president had the right to mandate this for uh, for for military folks or not? Well, so this is the this is the problem, right? Okay. Some of these decisions are being were being made off the Supreme Court decisions back at the turn of the century. I think it was 1905 against Massachusetts. <laughs> um, and then there, there's been some recent court rulings, but there, there's still some things to be, I think, kind of worked out within the, the Supreme Court, but also just within federal legislation. Because as the one federal justice down in Florida said, it's like, well, this vaccine, it is, there's a difference between something being authorized and being approved. One, one has to go through the, the full rigorous process. Mm-hmm. And so it, it was the question of, well, can you require a U.S. service member uh, on condition of serving in the military to take something that at this point is still you know, considered experimental? This is not your typical vaccine. And and again, you have the same questions being called out with Texas and Oklahoma right now. So we, we still have uncertainty there. And in the meantime, my hope is that governors will continue to push back against the federal government and say, look, at a time when, when we're, you know, it's tough to meet recruitment goals. Yeah. And, and even without that as a consideration, the idea that at this stage in the game with what we know about COVID, you, you would kick somebody out or, or get rid of them right before they're ready to retire uh, because they're not comfortable taking this, I, I think is absurd. I think there's a moral issue here, not just a, not just a, a you know, a maintaining the force issue. Yeah. And yeah. so again, my hope is that will state governors will continue to, or governors will continue to push back on this and say, look, insofar as the federal government has jurisdiction, they can do that, but don't be coming to governors, don't be coming to states, ask us to help you implement a policy that we don't think is right. That's great, great uh, insight there. State Delegate Nick Freitas is joining us. You know, Nick, I looked at some of the numbers recently. They're talking about uh, the armed forces on the uh, on the federal level not being able to meet their recruitment goals. We heard about the Army dropping certain requirements. Um, the Virginia National Guard, people forget this. Uh, this is the proverbial citizen sh- soldier. These are our friends, our neighbors that have uh, jobs during the week and are out there uh, when we need them. And it, it just... To me, it's insulting on every level. And as you point out, this is this is a very different sort of a vaccine. And look, just like Governor Youngkin, I sit here, I consulted with my doctor, and he said, hey, Jeff, you know what? And he started with a phrase that I hate. You're of an age. And uh, he said, yeah, I, I, I've really learned to hate that one, Nick. But he says, yeah, I, 
I would definitely get it and say, okay, well, Bob, I did. So I, I got two of the vaccines. I got the booster shot and that's for me. But uh, I just, I, I get what you're saying. And it just, it just insults me that we are hurting members of the guard this way. It makes no sense to me. Well, and, and to your point, I've got a, we've got, you know, the person that I reach out to for a lot of information on this, this person's a virologist. They worked on everything from, you know, COVID to Ebola to the full spectrum. And, and I, I asked them about this and, and look, this person came back and said, I think there's a lot to admire with respect to what they did with the vaccine, the, the, the speed with which they've got made it available. Um, but this person also has, you know, some concerns about younger people taking it, said, you know, it was, it's something I recommend my, my folks take, but it's not necessarily mm-hmm. something I, I would take or even have my kids take at this point until we know more. And so at this stage in the game, you would think we could look at a, you know, a 25-year-old healthy um, you know, man or woman in the National Guard and say, you know, look, we're going to make this available, but we're not we're certainly not going to kick you out. That's right. If, if you choose not to take it. And I, and I would hope we could do the same thing for active duty. I mean, look. I went. I went to Iraq twice. I have, I've, I've been vaccinated against anthrax, smallpox, and everything in between. Um, what this really is about is when we when we look at the nature of COVID, what we know at this point in time. I think we're running into a really bad case of, of the military and really the federal government engaging in this kind of inertia, where mm-hmm. it's we mandated it and that's it. Okay, well, what about all the new data coming out? What about new information? What about, you know, what about following the current pace of science as opposed to right. where it was the year and a half or two years ago? That's right. And, and it's almost kind of this, this prideful component of, no, 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 because we said it, we're going to do it. You can take it or leave it. And yeah. I, I, don't think that, I don't think that serves the force well, and I certainly don't think it serves the, the issue of national security well. No, not at all. Well, listen, Nick, I, I appreciate you being here. I appreciate you sort of taking point on this. Uh, is it okay if we circle back with you as as this plays out? Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right. I appreciate you being here, my friend. That is State Delegate Nick Freitas. Uh, some great insight there about what is or is not happening with members of the Virginia National Guard in this COVID vaccine. You've got, in many cases, folks who are saying, I got a medical exemption. Right. They were told, well, if you have an exemption, a medical exemption, a religious exemption, whatever the other exemptions were, well, then you're good. And uh, they had been told, well, it didn't matter. I'm not anti-vaccine. You know that I haven't been anti-vaccine at all. I'm the guy that doesn't want to get sick. I never want to get sick. I am the guy that's always had two or three jars of pure rel on my desk. A couple of years ago, I said, well, you should wash your hands. I'm thinking, God, really? We've got adults who don't know they should wash their hands? How disgusting is that? But okay, whatever. And consulting with my doctor. My doctor. Remember, isn't it? Isn't it my body, my choice? Wasn't that the, the whole uh, shtick for a while? Well, it should be a, a decision made between a patient and a doctor. Okay. I consulted with my doctor, Dr. Bob Quarles. Threshold Medical, by the way, on the south side of town. Yeah. Oh, I traveled down there because Dr. Bob's the best, but that's besides the point. I said, you know, what do you think? Well, okay, look, here are the ups, here are the downs. You're uh, you're 50 plus. You uh, would be well served, and here's why. And I said, okay. And Heidi and I researched it for ourselves. We researched it for uh, our kids. And I, I just think that people have to be able to make these decisions. Isn't that the whole point of being an adult? It's just shameful to me that we would treat members of the Guard like that. And thank God, really, thank God for Governor Yunkin once again standing up 
on behalf of real Virginians. I'm telling you, this guy does that every single day. It's 445, Jeff Katz, News Radio WRBA. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.